welcome to the all-new Liberty Squadron podcast. My name is Chance, and today I am joined here by... Hey, Either I'm one. Rob. <laughs> I didn't know who was going to go first. Hey, I'm K-Top. What's <laughs> up, guys? Good, we're having a good night tonight. So we've got a new, uh, same old podcast with some new hosts. So uh, I figure we'll just do a quick round of introductions for anyone that doesn't know us already. Uh, so, like I said, name's Chance. I've been playing X-Wing for, was it like three years now? I don't know. It all it all starts to blend together um, from around the Philly area. Uh, but I've been known to be one of the, uh, the people to travel a little bit. Um, Rob, what's your history? I've been playing X-Wing for four or five years now. Yeah, time does get a little hazy. Uh, both of us started playing right around the time before 2.0 came out. Uh, in my more recent X-Wing journey, I've transmissioned less of a player and more of a judge and TO, so I've been doing that a lot. I currently run events up at Showcase in Swarthmore, PA. Which we all appreciate, and you run phenomenal events, Rob. Phenomenal. Uh, so, Katoff, a little, little bit about you for those that don't know. Yeah, so I've been playing since about, like, right at the inception of 2.0. Um, like, like immediately after PAX in, like, I think 2018, 2019. Uh, I've been playing, yeah, so, like, about, like, four years or so. Um, what else can I say? I play in the New Jersey area. <laughs> um... Uh, we play at Red Seal uh, Gaming in Matawan, New Jersey. That's our that's our primary uh, place that we play. Uh, and I play with uh, the KFC boys, the Katos Filthy Casuals. There it is. There yep. it is. I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. They're named after you. Oh man, I wonder why. I don't know why. <laughs> it's it's definitely it's not my actually it was my choice, but it was it's a, that's a whole other story. I've heard, it has, uh, I've heard it has something related to uh, everyone else being your stepping stones. Oh, gosh, that's enough. God, Jesus Christ. No, that was... Uh, so, <laughs> the K-Tops Filthy Casuals came out of... Um, I uh, When I, we first started playing X-Wing, uh, I used to stream the games, and uh, I started a Twitch account. And I'm like, what am I going to call it? You know, what are we going to call it? And then, you know what, since we were... We play pretty casually. We're just gonna call ourselves Ktos Filthy Casuals, and it's just gonna be funny because it's it's KFC, like the chicken, you know. Um, you have great shirt designs. <laughs> I do really <laughs> like the to, shirts. Uh, thanks to our, thank you, thank you. That's uh, that's Ruby and Kevin are um, they're I mean I, they've been my like oldest friends, but they're they're as a profession they're graphic designers. So obviously, when uh, we started doing this and we came up with the ideas to have t-shirts and stuff they're like oh we got you <laughs> and so they <laughs> i can only uh really just uh say that that's it's all thanks to them <laughs> and uh we all know that know, x-wing is not uh, about spaceships it's actually about fashion it's about looking good of course <laughs> yeah and I, I think uh i know i don't paint ships i don't think katoff paints ships i, I know I, rob does i paint like very casually okay um, but not great. <laughs> hey, as long as you enjoy it, that's what matters. I do. I, I do. actively disenjoy, and I know that's not a real word, uh, painting. So all of my ships are either painted by someone else uh, or just aren't painted. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, not winning any painting competitions like, I, anytime soon, but yeah, me neither. Yeah, I like to, I like to make my ships look a little bit different. Hey. I like to be able to tell them apart. Hey, Thai princess has a special place in all of our hearts. Ooh, Thai princess. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, just a note, because uh, I'm not, you know, not trying to throw anyone up on a pedestal. Uh, one of the three of us here has a world's invite already. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so we will we will get to that later. Yes. But uh, so to start, um, just a little quick tidbit. What have you been playing recently? So I'll start. Um, I've been lately messing around with a uh, six-ship First Order list. I played Republic once to get it out of my system, and I remembered that I don't know how to play Republic anymore because it's been like two and a half years since I put them on the table. So I went right back to First Order, and I'm still still messing <clears throat> with that. Um, I think it definitely has some potential, but it 
kinks to work out that are both uh, kinks that are my problems and some some problems with the list. But I think I can I think I can figure it out. Uh, Rob, what have, what have you been playing lately? I, I know you TO more than anything, but you do still play X-Wing. I do. I TO on the weekends and I play casually during the week. Uh, by the way, we play on Tuesdays. If anybody is free and in the area, we play Tuesdays at Showcase around five until close. But to answer your question, uh, my main list right now was a resistance list, mainly comprised okay. of the new pilots from the uh, Hotshots and Aces 2. I was flying like Falcon Poe, uh, uh, the cheap one, uh, Zay Versio, and uh, Vanessa. Flying Zay. <laughs> She's an amazing budget pilot. She's awesome. Who want, doesn't want a mm-hmm. four point T seventy? She's awesome. I, I, don't, I think I don't Lulo is the one. <laughs> Look, man. Hey, you're surrounded by resistance players. I know Katon's on my side to too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I got I got resistance charms on my on my Crocs, so. <laughs> So you already know where where my allegiances lie. <laughs> I, I need to get some of those some of those charms. You got to send me a link. A- Etsy, Etsy, Rob. I'll I'll send them to you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh God. <laughs> Don't be my judge uh, shoes. <laughs> yeah, I've heard they're great for when you have to stand on your feet for extended Look, whether periods you, of time. I'll never find out myself. Whether you think they're fashionable or not, they're they're goddamn comfortable. All right, I will say that. <laughs> You're, regardless of how they look, your feet will thank you. Promise. Maybe, I promise. Uh, maybe that's to your secret tech for that world's invite. Is you were just comfier than everyone I, else at the tournament, so you were I, able to concentrate better. I was pretty go. comfortable, but I don't know if that's the reason why. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so what have what have you been messing around with? Uh, so list wise. Uh, so I mean, obviously, I've been I've been doing worlds prep already, um, and yep. uh, so um. It's no secret that I'm probably going to bring resistance. Uh, so I'm messing around with. Um, there's like three lists that are kind of floating around right now. Uh, a six ship uh, resistance list. Um, it's like hard to say which one is because there's like so many iterations of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then there is. Uh, I made some tweaks to my packs list, which is the three Y list. Uh, but I'm running into some walls with that one. So. We'll see how that goes, and then there's a five ship ray list that I've been uh, messing around with. Can never go, uh, never go wrong with Ray. Ray is just too good. I mean, she just <laughs> she just blows shit up. So like, yep. And I mean, just recently at PAX here, uh, PAX Unplugged here in Philly, we had uh, Ray on the final table. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's good. definitely, I believe, it was Ray Ray Poe. There's yeah. definitely definitely something there. She does yeah. she she burns, but she hits like a truck while she's doing it. Right. So if you're flying oh. Ray and four other ships, you're clearly not bringing a Poe and an X-Wing. So have you instead considered bringing Poe and the Falcon with Ray as Gunner and saving a point so, somewhere else? So fun fact about that is I've been actually testing a list out with that. But the problem I'm running into with Falcon Poe is that although he's kind of squirrely and he does uh, somewhat consistent damage, um, putting them with like four, putting Poe, Falcon Poe with four other ships, like it's not enough overall damage output as it is. Like at that point, I would rather at that point it's probably better off to do a four ship list with Falcon Poe. But then you run into the thing like at that point, what is Poe there for, right? Like why yep. isn't it just better just to have Flyboy Poe because he's both he's the same amount of points, but he hits harder, right? Because he has proton torpedoes, substantially he's more consistent. Right. So there's like a lot of stuff that goes on with that. So I, I have been actually testing that because I did I did want to bring Falcon Poe, but right now I'm like that is way behind the pack out of the rest. Yeah, um, every every so obviously I don't play resistance, but I do practice against it and run up to it in tournaments because for whatever reason in the Jersey area, everyone you're all resistance <laughs> players. I'll never understand it. I don't know. Um but yeah, for, for what he <laughs> well when they win we'll talk oh, i can't say wow. that i don't have a world's invite um but uh yeah now every every time i've gone up against poe that's what ends up happening is he just doesn't he just doesn't have he doesn't bring enough to the table when you consider that you're losing out on ray falcon and flyboy poe exactly 
So it's it's yep. a it's a bit of a catch twenty two. It's not that he's bad. It's just that you miss out on the other two best pieces in the yeah. resistance. There's just better pieces, yeah. Overall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I absolutely agree. Exactly. But he exactly. is fun. I will say he's very fun. <laughs> he is. I mean, fun it's as an I six Falcon, so mm-hmm. that can ignore rocks on yeah. top of it. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, Rolling into that, as far as world prep, um, personally, because uh, myself and uh, I don't have an invite, but I did manage to grab one of the uh, last chance qualifier haha, tickets. Um, last chance was my last chance, and I made it. So I, uh, I see good. what you did there. The... You get used to it. <laughs> see never gets old. Chance. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever stop doing that. <laughs> Uh, listen, I have yet to lose a game of chance engagement. I've tied and won the roll-off, so I'm still counting that as I have never lost a game of chance engagement. Yeah, you still I need to get that. you an alt art. I, we're, it, we're, we're in works. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on something. All right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I've been, I've been practicing for the LCQ because I'm going to have to play through, what is it, 18 rounds of X-Wing. So there's such, a, a particular such a big number. <laughs> yeah, don't think yeah. about it. Just don't think about it. <laughs> well, what I, what I'm thinking about is trying to bring a list, at least for the last chance qualifier, which I think is what I'm going to talk about today, uh, which is just me, admittedly, uh, <laughs> is uh, flying a list that's a little easier on the head. Right. You don't want to tire yourself out in the last chance qualifier to then go into worlds day one or end or day two and just not have the brain power. Because anyone that has played in large tournaments of multiple rounds, you if you've never done it before, you do not realize how taxing it is on your brain. After that first day, you just want to pass out. Absolutely. Let, let alone the, the, Less the, brain the wrinkles. physical hmm? Less brain wrinkles, 100%. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a physical aspect to it as well, right? Depending on the table size and everything. Leaning, It, it sounds kind of lame, but being on your feet for that many hours in a day and then leaning over the table and everything, especially I, I've apparently been known, I don't know this myself, but I'm apparently been known to lean. I'm, I'm kind of tall, so lean particularly over the tables. I've been called out on it a few times. <laughs> Can confirm, 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> Rob knows all my ticks. I've <laughs> <laughs> been doing this for but, a while. Um, yeah, that's got to take a toll on your back for sure, though. I've I, the the last tournament I played at. I uh, the the next day I was like, you'd, you'd think I just worked out because my back is in pain after leaning over these small, these, these low tables for seven hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see if I, cause for, for those that don't know, uh, the list you bring to the last chance qualifier does not have to be the same list you bring to worlds. If you make it through the last chance qualifier. Oh, wow. Right? That I did not know. Yep, that makes sense. Yes. Though they're they're separate they're they're separate tournaments. Separate tournaments right? You're right. Yep. The last chance right. qualifier is not worlds, right? Because worlds is the day one, day two, and then the the, the cut basically. That makes last sense. chance qualifier. Your results in last chance don't carry over like how they do for worlds day one mm-hmm. into day two. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, you can fly something different. So I've been trying to figure out a list I can bring that I think I can do well enough with that is potentially a little less taxing on on my mental capacity <laughs> so that I don't have to go into the day one of worlds already half beaten. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's definitely something to consider because I'm, I'm so like I mentioned, I'm looking at that six ship first order. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fly 16 ships in 18 games of X-Wing. Yeah. So you need to find either an Imperial or a First Order version of the 4T-70 list. Where you just make a block, <laughs> roll up, and wreck people. Kind of my just equivalent. <laughs> yeah, something more maybe joustier that can just kind of play a, a slightly simpler game of X-Wing. 
that requires less uh less decision making <laughs> i mean i will say this though i mean i think um i mean there is also uh an advantage if you will say uh if you uh you know like in bringing the same list that you are bringing to worlds because it's more reps you're fine-tuning it as you you know like you you're just more comfortable with it. and if you have enough reps even pre lcq like it should not be as taxing because you know your turn zero you know you're out you know like your decision making process with these specific ships i mean if you are to bring a list that is different from from the actual world's event it should hypothetically be something that's at least very similar to your list but still as potent you know because you don't want to also take that lightly as well yes yes i i could not agree agree more and that's admittedly part of the trick is finding something that isn't a complete divergence to what i truly want to bring with worlds and i i might end up flying the same list the whole way through but that's just kind of what i'm working on and figuring out and getting reps with a couple different lists to figure out what because I'm still not set on what I'm going to fly for worlds. I've, you know, I don't, I don't. Most people, I don't think, are dead set on what they're they're going to fly for worlds. We've still got time to, oh yeah, tweak and get reps in and mm-hmm. practice against the other lists you expect to see. I mean, and um, also too with, I mean, I guess we're going to get into this a little later, but you know, also with LVO and seeing what kind of shapes out of the meta from there. You may want to tweak your list more, you know, if you're seeing more like, you know, swarms or you're seeing more like Alpha Strike, like you, you, you're going to, you know, we have to, you know, keep our you know ears to the ground in terms of the, you know, whatever the meta that's unfolding is. Exactly, right. exactly. You don't want to and, tech uh, against can... Rebel Alpha and then nobody brings Rebel Alpha, right? Right, right. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and LVO, we'll transition over to that. LVO, I think, is going to be quite interesting because while all three of us did play, well, sorry, uh, Rob judged and uh, Katoff and I played mm-hmm. in uh, in the PAX, uh, un- PAX Unplugged tournament, um, that was how many days after Hot Shots and Aces and the Siege of Coruscant PAX had come out? It was a week after Hot Shots and literally yeah. a day after Siege of Coruscant. Like you could buy a siege of course on that exactly, yeah. And uh, both of even just one of those packs can be a like meta altering change with what's in them. And there were two, so we did see some yeah. stuff from it at right. packs unplugged. Um, but even then, even the people that had gotten some practice with it, a week is almost nothing, uh, with how much new content was in those packs for all of the factions. Um, and everyone got some good new toys, especially out of the, the Hot Shots pack. Yeah. Um, so LVO is going to be quite interesting uh, to see kind of now that people have gotten a little more time to cook with it, what people have uh, figured out or otherwise. Um, so what are some things you're either hoping to see or or uh, interested in seeing or what whatnot at LVO? Is there anything you're kind of keeping an eye out for? I'm going to count all the Vaders um. that come out as clearly the most popular <laughs> pilot in the game right now. I'm also I think that, yeah, see at this point... Any, like, super popular resistance ships show up, but if day one is any indicator, there's not a lot of resistance players, which breaks my heart. Yeah, unfortunately... <laughs> I can say the same thing about First Order. Don't worry, we're we're yeah, we're, we're in the same the, boat there. The sequel trilogies are <laughs> are not very well uh, <laughs> represented. It's a combination of uh, the sequel trilogies and also, again, Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, so much Vader. I mean, yes. If anything, if FG achieved their goal flavors. when they came in out, I know they wanted more popular characters to be taken over the table, and they have certainly accomplished that Mm -hmm. yes yes i believe i looked it up so far and for the the lists from the day one of lvo every single empire list either has the battle of yavin or boy vader or uh vader in the tie defender you you get one or the other every single list has one of those two ships I was going to say, while we're on the subject, is Custom Vader just dead? Has Boy Vader completely taken over that spot? Honestly, 
having I've I've flown a decent amount of Vader in the X1 in my time. It's two things. It's the uh, that one point difference between uh, custom and boy opens up so much in your list building, especially considering the the uh, reduction in two point ships because there used to be more. Now there's just the basic generic Tie Fighters. Um, and realistically, the Boy Vader consistency is amazing on his his offense. The one of the biggest things I found when Custom Vader loses a lock, his offense just he's he's a tie fighter with force at that point, right? It's not contributing a whole lot. Boy Vader on the other hand can still consistently put out damage and at range 1 is consistently putting out damage and that's without a lock. So even if he bumps someone and doesn't get to take an action but still has a shot, besides range zero, he can still contribute. Uh, whereas Custom Vader, not as much. Um, and that one health difference between Boy Vader at six and Custom at five has made the difference between Vader living or dying in some of my uh, in some of my games. Um, so I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I think Custom Vader is... I, I don't see a spot for him moving forward. The boy Vader just brings everything you want out of X1 Vader at a cheaper cost. Yeah. I mean, it's like, well I am, don't really play a lot of Empire uh, per se, but I, I have to... I mean, like, what does... What can what can Custom Vader get that uh, boy Vader cannot get? Like, that's like... Uh, does Custom Vader... Custom Vader can take PA, right? Per uh, pattern analyzer. Uh, Correct. And, uh... Yes. The, yes. The custom Vader. So there's there's two main things. Is that yes, he can take pattern analyzer. He can take fire control systems. So he doesn't have to keep necessarily reacquiring locks. But Boy Vader's ability of being able to spend the force to change a blank result kind of yeah. mitigates that a lot. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's just too consistent. Ex yep. The, but yeah. the. Um, the real the real trick of it is uh, that one point difference. It, it makes such a difference in the rest of your list. You still get afterburners with the boy Vader, but the, sorry, the the one thing the custom Vader still has is uh, you can do scenario actions with him and then still get mods because you can do okay. uh, scenario actions and then still use his ability to get focuses or locks or something like that. Um, I mean, and so you have I... the ability to barrel roll and still get mods where Boy Vader has to either choose focus, lock, or barrel roll. Yeah. I still think the value is uh, where Boy Vader is, though, because of just, like, the fact that the, he has, like, a, a third shield and the just as good, if not better, consistency. But, I, I... like, you mentioning those other things about being able to still take scenario actions... Um, and still doing, you know, multiple actions. I still think maybe Vader, Custom Vader, maybe have some sort of niche, 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 niche. <laughs> what they say, <laughs> um, like you know, roll somewhere. But I think you're either taking Vader Fender or Boy Vader here on out. Either the, way. The the last thing I'll talk about how amazing <clears throat> Battle of Yavin Boy Vader is, is having hate on that extra that six HP. Oh, makes yeah. him so much more survivable because he can take multiple shots and continuously be able to mod his defense, right? So he might he might take three shots, spend all his force on the first one to avoid it, take damage on the second one, and then he might not. He's still a three agility ship. Uh, but then if he does take damage, he now has force again to use on the third shot, which you can put hate on custom Vader, but that one health. And also when you take hate, you end up losing out on some other stuff that you would normally want to take on custom Vader. Um, so yeah, it, it's the, the, the standard loadout boy Vader just has everything you want in that ship, more or less at a better price. And yeah. I, <laughs> if this is the future of SLs going forward, 
um, which is still to be seen based on the the other some of the other SLs we've gotten. Um, customs might have something to look out for. <laughs> they might have to look over their shoulder a little bit. I don't yeah. think they're going anywhere, but there's definitely some ships where the uh, the SL card has more or less invalidated the yeah. uh, the standard loadout card. I mean, if you I look am... at Rebels, right? Oh, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. I am all for the new X-Wing with just standard loadout cards. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. Less card on the table. <laughs> let bigger value. I'm here for it. 100%. Yeah. Less pollution. Uh, card pollution. <laughs> but um, I will say, I mean, like, if you look at the Rebel side, it's kind of half and half there. I mean, like, mm -hmm. boy, Luke is... Like you don't even want to. You rather take <laughs> rather take custom Luke any day. Yep. Um, but then but then you have Garvin. 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 You rather take boy Garvin. And then but then there's Dutch. Like boy Dutch is terrible compared. Not terrible, but nowhere near as good as custom Dutch. So so I think they've struck a good sort of balance there mm -hmm. on Rebel side. But yeah, you can definitely see it on Empire side. Like. A lot of the a lot of the boy cards on uh, Empire side are like way better than their. You, you look at Republic, and you've got four point arcs uh, with SL cards, uh, which is huge. You've got um, that's one of the biggest things is when the SL card is actively the same ship, but is cheaper because you're still getting upgrades with it but you're paying a whole point less for the same ship, right? Yep. And in a lot of cases, you're getting, like with uh, Click in Republic, in the uh, the V-Wing, you're getting a, a shield upgrade along with other uh, benefits for the same cost. Um, yeah. And then there's the, uh, the uh, Eta Obi is one point less, still the same initiative and same stats otherwise, um, and you get some good, he has some good upgrades on him as well. Um, but being able to pay four points for Obi and Etta is a lot easier to swallow than five. Um, and I think there's, I think it, for the most part, especially considering how squishy the Ettas can be, I feel a lot more comfortable putting a four point ship like that in my list than five. We might be getting a little a off. Oh, I'm sorry. I was Go just going to say, losing a five-point ship is a much bigger swing in a game, potentially, Absolutely. than a four-point ship. Yep, definitely. So, but enough about uh, standard loadout cards. That's a whole nother discussion for another <laughs> time, I think. Uh, and I, though I am excited to see what else AMG can, uh, can come out with as far as the standard loadouts go, I think we're all excited to see what they can, uh, can come up with. Um, so one thing I want to mention on the side is out of the three of us, uh, one of us is currently participating in the Kyber Cup that's going on, uh, which would be Katoff again. Yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I have my hands in too many pots. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually all his, secret, thin here. <laughs> his secret world's prep that he's getting in that all of us are missing out on. Even though I'm flying scum for Kyber. <laughs> <laughs> So so yeah so what what are you flying for Kyber Cup? Um yeah so I'm I'm flying a four ship scum, uh for Kyber, uh it's a rook cast in the gauntlet uh with veteran tail gunner, the child, um contraband cybernetics and notorious, and then I have Kanan with Maul obviously because of course, uh it's scum, uh, and then I have Leighton Ashera in the M3A with ion cannon and marksman, ship. And then I have Dr. Afra uh, in the YB666 okay. with uh, Gamut Key, BT1, Zam Wessel, and Contraband. Hmm. Zam Wessel just refuses to, to go away. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not helping. <laughs> I'm not helping in that regard. Uh, I've been actually seeing a lot of Dr. Aphra here and there um, in you know the YV. I think it's a very interesting ship. It also comes in, I think, cheaper than Boss. It's a six-point ship that yeah. can, has 22 LV. Like, <laughs> holy shit, that's a lot, man. And like, that massive, massive arc. Yes, exactly. Which really, it's it's sometimes a little tricky to play against if you're not used to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. 
So, uh, so, and who are you playing? Who's on your team for, uh, so, uh, for Kyber? Right. So it's Baron. Um, you guys all know Baron, uh, and he's playing uh, First Order, as uh, expected. Yep. He's actually, I think he's actually playing his Kyber match like right now. <laughs> but well, good luck. We, uh, good luck to Baron out there. <laughs> we we actually won the week already. Um, oh, both nice. me and uh, Mark, who is our, he's actually our team captain. Is Mark? Um, our um. I don't know if you guys have. I know you've played with him before, Chance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him, Rob. But um, I don't believe I do, but, unfortunately. Yeah, he used to play more so pre-COVID, <clears throat> but then he had a kid, and so yep. he hasn't been able to play as much. He does play online a lot more because he's home, uh, but he's he still comes out every once in a while to play um, play <clears throat> in person, but uh, nowhere near as much as he did before. Okay. But he's flying. Uh, he's flying Republic. A uh, four-ship Republic list with, I think, uh, Anakin 7B, and I don't remember the other three. I mean, it's, I it's one a of them Republic is... list, so it's yeah. it's going to have 7B Anakin. It's it's almost as uh, almost as common as uh, Vader and Empire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know he. I know he's playing either one or both of the four-point um, the four-point uh, arcs. arcs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just because that's that's freaking value. Yes, crazy yes, they value. are. It's it's again, it's crazy the value you can get with some of those SL cards. So what's uh, what is your guys' record? How how many rounds has Kyber gone so far? Uh, this is our third round. This is a week. Uh, this is the week three. <clears throat> okay, and what's your record so far? Oh, we're doing terribly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, well, we won this week for sure because both <laughs> me and Mark won this week. Um, our first week. Uh, we got paired up against. Um, you guys know uh, Keith. Uh, he runs the big Discord. He's a New York guy. The big yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's one of our guys, one of the KFC guys. So um, he joined uh, Kyber uh, Cup with his the mods for the big server, the two point five server. Okay. Uh, this is before we even decided to 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 go and do Kyber Cup. Um, so he's like, yeah, you know, they kind of wrote me into it, uh, so I'm gonna do it. So he's playing with, um, I think Nicholas Durand from France and Fruitcake Bat. Well, he was another moderator. Anyways, so <clears throat> we're like, okay, cool. There's like a hundred teams in this yeah. hybrid league, right? Round one, they do the pairings, and then of course our round one pairings are against them. I'm like, out of the hundred teams you could have paired us with, <laughs> it had to have, it had to be with people that we knew. It's karma, you know? absolutely. It's, so we, it's, it's the worst. Like when you travel for a tournament, yes, right, exactly. out of state or something, and round one, everyone that traveled together has to play each other. Absolutely, uh, it is absolute worst. <laughs> you always have to fight so, your friends first. Yeah. Nope. So we 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 unfortunately lost that. Uh, I had lost my. I actually played Keith, and I had lost by one point. It was ten to nine. <sighs> yeah, I mean it's fine. Like if if there's anyone to lose to, I'd rather lose to him. Like I don't mind. Um, and then, so we lost that, we lost week one and then week two, uh, we got paired up against the GSP guys and it was like every game was so close, but we ended up losing all three. It was like, it was like, I played against Will Haywood and oh, yeah. came, I've, I've it, played, uh, I've played Will before. Yeah. Great guy. This is my second time playing him, but nice. like it literally, we were 14, 14 at, at the end of the last round. And it came down to one roll. It was a range zero attack against Afra, and he rolled only one hit. He's like, "Oh, I guess I lost." Hi, Chase. Hi, Rob. <laughs> Did you guys hear Baron? <laughs> Did you hear Baron? <laughs> yep. What's up, Hi, Baron? <laughs> they say, "What's up, Baron?" Um, and then, of course, I roll a blank, and then I lose by like six points. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, it was bad. Um, but yeah, like that, those are all three very, very close games that unfortunately. We all got the the worst part of it, yeah. Quick, quick, quick aside, and I, I just I'm curious if everyone else has had the same um, the same perception. I feel like I've had more games in 2.5 end close or end on that like last turn, that last mm-hmm. shot, than I ever did before in regular 2.0. When I can agree with that, games tend to go shorter. And they're a lot bloodier. There, there's a lot less running than there used to be, because uh, yeah. everybody's trying to contest for the objective. So that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've had so many games come down to a one to two point difference, and that one to two points was down to one or two die rolls on the last turn of the game. Which not that that didn't happen before, but it definitely wasn't no was nowhere near as common. Which I think is really good for the game. I agree. Because it makes it feel like you're you're always in it, right? Even when you're down, you're not necessarily out because big swings can happen a lot a lot more frequently yeah. in 2.5 yeah. than 2.0. And maybe that's just how it feels to me, but that's that's what I've uh That's a that's such a great feeling though, right? Like I, yeah. I, I will say like experience wise, like I literally just experienced that uh this past Wednesday because we play Wednesdays at uh, Red Seal Gaming. And I was playing one of the newer guys, you know, you know, just trying to get them into the swing of things for more competitive play because that's what they want to do. <laughs> and um <clears throat> Like, yes, I had outpositioned him, like, in, the, like, the first two or three uh, rounds. But even after I had destroyed, like, one ship, he wasn't that far behind still. And then when he asked how much, he's like, oh, my God, I'm losing. And I'm like, how much? He's, he asked how much are the points. And I'm like, it was, like, only, like, maybe, like, like two or three to, like, seven. He's like, oh, okay, that's not bad. Like, it, it gives people, like, a ch it really, you're right, though. Like, just to hammer down your point, like, it really does still feel like you're in it even though it feels like you may be out, like you can still kind of catch up, you know? Exactly. And yeah. the objectives are part of what allow you to, to do that. So you might be losing the fight, but because you're losing the fight, you are focusing more on objectives or, or something like that. So you're kind of making up a little bit of the ground, right? Um, now you, you generally can't go completely into one without the other. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just a, a very nice feeling that I, I I definitely didn't expect to have with two point five going into objectives, and it's a very pleasant surprise uh, to just how the game feels and plays overall for for both players really too. Because again, I feel it's less when you're in the lead. In in two point when you got in the lead, kind of like what Rob mentioned, you could kind of sometimes, and this is not I'm not saying everyone did this. But you could just kind of run and play to time, or yep. or just have your lead and play it a little safer. You still gotta you still gotta be on your A game in uh, in two point five, especially yeah. because you're not just having to worry about arc dodging or or something like that, right? Your opponent can bring it back with a round or two of objectives and then a kill, and then all of a sudden you're tied. Yep. The changes to list building and road have affected that as well where mm -hmm. earlier in 2.0, uh, it wasn't super common, but you could lose at turn zero, where if somebody bidded one point below you and you both have soon to your fell, yep. and he just, you never got a shot off. Uh, that's not nearly as common anymore. Everybody's bringing a lot of stuff because you don't chase efficiency anymore. Everybody's bringing torpedoes and things like that. And again, you're, you're forced to engage. So yeah, it's a much healthier game. I dig it. It's not perfect, but mm -hmm. it's a lot more fun. I will say, be I think because of Road, one thing that has started to happen is the um, initiatives have kind of jumped up a bit. You, you're seeing a lot of I-5s, and almost, not every, but almost every list has an I-6 in it, right? Um, partially because you're seeing so many I-5s, and I think that's also because of the list building, because now it used to be you had to drop upgrades or something like that to upgrade a ship to, or pilot to the I-5. And that's not really a thing anymore. Or so drop upgrades to fit feel... another ship. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's not a thing anymore. Uh, so because of that, we're seeing lots of high initiative all in the same squad where you used to maybe only have one or two ships of higher initiative. So... I don't have any numbers to back that up, <laughs> but, but I uh, feel that too, though. I, I do feel that. that yeah. Mm -hmm. And that having that I six is it that it's that, um, that safety blanket is the best way I can put it. it. It feels nice to have a ship that you more or less know is always moving last. Um, just like it did when you had a bid. Not that I want that back. You know, what no, faction has a lot of I sixes. Oh, what first faction order. would that be, Rob? The First Order. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me reword that for you. You know what faction has a lot of I-6s that aren't very good? The First uh -huh. Order. <laughs> <laughs> Just, they're out there, man. 
uh, make quick draw good again. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, and I mean, hey, we talk about I sixes. Vader again. We go back to Vader again. Everything always He's comes back I-6. to Vader. It's the Star Wars staple, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it's Vader. See, see, it's playing into theme. <laughs> Poor Luke at I five. If only Kylo got the same treatment. Can't wait for the Kylo SL card. It's coming. Yeah, oh, I'm, I mean, I'm, hey, I'm waiting. It can happen, right? I'm waiting. Kylo I six Malice Proton Torpedoes. Let's go. All right, let's oh, not get too God. crazy. <laughs> I'm switching to FO if that's the case. I, 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 I do play this, FO, to be fair. I have this sneaking suspicion that a lot of people would if we got an I6 Kylo Ren. In either though, honestly, in either ship. Even though even though I, I am a resistance like main, I I mean I the TIE Silencer, specifically Kylo, is one of my favorite ships to fly. Yes. Yes. I, I could not agree more. I have put it's just so much more fun more time into the the kylo uh silencer than probably any other ship in the game mm-hmm. i think it's 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 probably a close tie between kylo and the silencer or vader in the x1 for me i yeah um but the the kylo and the silencer is definitely way more fun to fly oh, so than much fun. vader has ever been um boosting and barrel rolling ships is never not fun the TIE Silencer was one of my favorite ships until the Overdrive Thruster card came out. Oh, man. That's Overdrive literally what I was best. about to mention <laughs> was Overdrive Thrusters. The only is... reason I will ever fly Resistance is to fly Overdrive Poe. The best card in the game. <laughs> I will die on that. It is so much fun. And you can't bring... See, and there you go. You can't bring Overdrive Thrusters Poe if you take Falcon Poe. So oh, that's man. just another Once again, back to the circle. against Falcon Pro. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, when we can get overdrive thrusters on Falcon Poe, we'll have another conversation. Um, I don't want to play that game. <laughs> I don't I do. think that's physically possible. <laughs> oh, boy. So, okay. Uh, so moving on, uh, I did want to have a quick little discussion uh, I had a small discussion with some other local players recently about the faction packs that AMG had announced. Um, and I just want to get a little uh, opinion from both of you on what you're hoping to see in those faction packs um, and what you're expecting. So You can Rob, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, what are What are your thoughts? Oh, uh, yeah. Who, me or Rob first? Rob. Me or Rob first. Rob. Oh, okay. I was you trying to be Rob. polite. Uh, no, it's all good. <laughs> we have a little bit of information from what they've told us. Uh, if I recall correctly from what they said at Mini Stravaganza, they're each going to be four ships, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Correct. Uh, those packs are mainly designed for beginners, if I understand correctly. So I hope that they have all the components needed for people to start playing. My, my personal goal for them is to have standard loadout cards in them so that I have something to buy. Because if they're just four ships I already own with alternate paint jobs and nothing else in the box that I don't already have, I'm probably not going to spend money on them. I but I love standard loadout cards. Alternate paint jobs are. They, I mean, they got away with that in 1.0 with, uh, with some of those alternate paint jobs. I, I love my... Uh... Uh, Imperial Guard, TIE Interceptors, and TIE Defenders. Right, but with the Squadron Packs in 1.0 that had the alternate paint jobs, it didn't affect you and I as much chance as we weren't playing as much 1.0, but they had completely new cards, completely new upgrades, completely new pilots. True. True. These um, aren't looking I to think, do that. I think it's pretty safe to say that these are going to have some kind of new SL cards for each faction. I'd be extremely <sighs> surprised if these only have existing uh, pilots and upgrades as to what's in the game now. Um, And that design space opens up a lot because there's some factions for these faction packs, like the sequel factions, uh, that haven't gotten any SL cards yet. So we don't have any idea what they might... Because each of the SL cards from all the different factions we've gotten so far have each kind of had a bit of a, a flavor to them. I would say. Yeah. 
100% um, for better or worse. Correct. Yeah, for better or worse. Um, but I'm really interested to see what kind of design or what kind of flavor they'll give to the SL cards for the sequel factions. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential there to uh, to make them stand out even more than they are. So they, again, don't just feel like uh, angry Empire and rebels with less ships. <laughs> and better X-Wings. We do have better X-Wings. Wait until we get the T-85. Then we'll have the best X-Wing. Oh then Resistance will be the X-Wing faction of X-Wing. I've told you this a hundred times, Rob. You get the T-85 when I get the uh, the TIE Dagger. Bro, I also play First Order. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in too. We're, <laughs> we ain't hating. I want that TIE Dagger too, man. Let's do it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Admittedly, have I have any, not any... put First Order ships on the table since 2020, but I own them. I know you own them because I've played you when you've played First Order. I cannot remember how long ago that was. Let's not talk uh, about it. Hey, K Tough. <laughs> well, what are your thoughts about the faction packs? <laughs> I mean, I am. So, as someone who uh, is always trying to, you know, get people into playing X Wing and growing the community, especially not just obviously at Red Seal Gaming, but just in the tri-state area in general right mm-hmm. uh, i've just been I, I cannot wait for them i it's it's just so hard there's this huge barrier um uh to get into x-wing right now because of the shifting rules and um like the lack of like you know current like stuff coming out new stuff coming out like it, it's hard for newer players to be like excited you know unless you know there's like an active community around them right um so uh in, in that regard i I do. I was gonna say something about the, you know, the standardized loadout cards. Like, I do hope that we do get those because that will that will give us a chance. Uh, that will give us veteran players like a reason to buy into them. But um, I think like what a lot of players, you know, when they come in, they're like, you know, this is my favorite ship. I want to play this ship, or this is my favorite faction. I want to play this faction, right? Uh, so to riff on the fact that we have special uh, faction specific uh, starter packs, like it would be cool to see. Uh, maybe like very faction specific, like templates or tokens or, you know, like, you know, cards or something that, that is very, very specific to that faction, you know, like maybe even like a a different damage deck. That's not even like, you know how they have uh, damage decks already. Yeah. Maybe like a, a more even like a cooler, you know, faction specific damage deck, you know, for resistance or for first order or rebels, you know? Like, I think that would be something that would still rope in veteran players. Like, if that's me, like, and there's, like, another <laughs> faction-specific deck there, I'll freaking buy it. Like, I don't care. Same. Like, like if Same. they had, like, like the like, like say, like, a, you know, um, I think it's the Y-Wing for, like, Rebels, right? That's on their faction-specific deck? They had the uh, X-Wing pre-order deck, yeah. and they have the Y-Wing deck you can purchase, yeah. Right. Yep. So, like, what if you get, like, I don't know, like, an A-Wing on there instead, right? Like, that would be... I'm in. Like, or something, right? Like, that'd be pretty cool, right? Like, and that's something that would give everybody a chance to buy stuff. Agreed, agreed. And just on this last, um, this uh, past Saturday at the little tournament we had that uh, that Rob here ran at Showcase Games, uh, while I was playing someone, we had uh, some people walk up and were talking about it. And they had mentioned they had bought, like, one or two ships, but they were still missing a lot of the components. But they knew what yeah. faction they wanted to play, right? There were specific ships and a specific faction that the it was a, a father and a son that they were interested in. And I actually started mentioning the the faction packs. That's something to, to look out for because it's an e- it's a much easier buy in. Um, obviously, depending on what ships are in there, if it's something that they're interested. But if they know they want to play Empire buy this faction pack, here is a list in this box that you can play that will that will do reasonably well. So you can just get a handle on the game, because because let's be real, list building is is half the game, right? Yep. There's actually playing it, but before you even get on get to the table, you got a list build, um, and having something in that faction pack, uh, SL card or otherwise, that's more or less pick up and play, uh, I think is is crucial to uh, to getting new players in. The, the less shock you have to give them to get them started in the game the better and SL cards are perfect for that because they are simpler and you don't have to put down 50 pieces of cardboard Mm -hmm. and have a a binder full of a hundred 
to 200 cards I'm all to, team to be cardboard. able to play the game. I will mm -hmm. say this with standardized loadout, though. I um, like if it's for you know if it's for if it's really geared more towards beginners, like I mean, no, well, actually no, I guess it could be either way. But like maybe even having like a a, a more simplified standardized loadout, like nothing that's like too too crazy. Because I know sometimes if there's too many triggers or too much stuff to look like actions, like a lot of people will kind of maybe even get turned off from it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it depends, you know. I mean, I, I guess mean, that was the strength of having the custom cards in, to begin with, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I trust like, AMG. Depending on, depending on how you yeah, look at it, if you wanted to, like, teach someone how to play X-Wing, for example, you could take one of those SL cards and go, all you need to worry about are the stats and true. this one box of text. Ignore true, true. everything else on this card. Because it's all separated pretty well on the SL cards where all the, like, upgrades per se or on like the right hand side so you can just ignore all of that worry about the core ship and maybe the pilot or ship ability and that's it and i think that'd be easy enough and then you wouldn't have to worry about having like two different sets of cardboard or or cards or whatever because i do see what you're saying um because like with the old starters you could just play a game of two tie fighters and an x-wing right right and that was just this <laughs> the regular card. I mean, I guess like I, I'd assume that they'd also have like the regular standard card too. Yes. So that you I, could most do likely. that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because when you first start playing the game, you just all your your real objective is just not hitting a rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still fail that objective. And now, That's so true. Five years later, we're still playing the game just to make sure we don't hit rocks and look dumb. <laughs> Unless you're flying Falcon Poe, he doesn't care about rocks. That's true. He, he doesn't want to land on them. He just can move through them. There's mm. a big difference there. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, on that note, uh, what events do we have upcoming? Uh, I know um, tomorrow, you can tell when we're recording this, there's going to be an event uh, at uh, East Coast Gamers. So we'll probably talk about that in the future. That and event is ended, correct? Yeah. It is, and it's that's, five rounds. That sounds fun. that sounds dicey and fun, spicy. <laughs> yeah, this is the first like five round tournament they've done in a while at uh at East Coast Gamers. So we'll see if people are are up to it. They've all been spoiled by three to four round tournaments where they're done when the sun's still up. I mean, not gonna lie, that's how it's been at Red Seal Gaming too. <laughs> Same. I want that. I want that extra time to have dinner and still come home before like it's pitch black outside <laughs> i agree i i don't think you i've run anything to... past three rounds lately either you were trying <clears> to <throat> fight for a lunch break at the three round tournament and showcase and i was like no nah, let's power through this i need to practice for 18 rounds <laughs> meanwhile at red seal gaming you were there for the last one right chance they're like oh let's take one after round one because it's noon already i'm like all right fine sure whatever let's do it i don't care <laughs> <laughs> literally just played one round and then went straight to lunch after that yeah i felt bad about that lunch thing i'm probably gonna have a lunch dedicated in the next tournament everyone that goes to lunch gives up one tournament point <laughs> wow penalty points coming back only at showcase yeah there Tabs. we go there we go only exclusive to showcase comics oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway as far as other events go uh, there is an event at uh, Red Caps Gaming in uh, in February on the 11th. Um, I haven't been to that store in a bit, uh, but Corey is running it, and there's some awesome people that always head out there. So oh, that'll Corey's definitely... cool. Yeah, I love Corey. Uh, hey, so Corey. definitely, Thanks, definitely Corey. worth the trip. I don't think I've seen Corey uh, since Rob. the pandemic. Yes, uh... I haven't seen him since ECG when I played him. <laughs> That's like the, literally the first and last time I ever. Played I him, but think he was I saw amazing. him at a showcase event during, like, kind of near the tail end of COVID, but it's all kind of blurry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Rob, I believe you do have another event coming up if you want to talk about that. I do. Uh, my last event was very casual. Uh, this one is supposed to be a bit more serious. <laughs> three rounds. <clears throat> it's still going to be three rounds. Uh, I don't think I can pull <sighs> a full round to tournament at showcase. But this one's going to be a rated tournament, and it's going to have more dedicated prize support. It is uh, going to be at Showcase Comics in Swarthmore on Saturday, March 4th. 
All right, and do we know uh, like start time or anything if we're doing it a little more serious, or it's still three rounds? I'm, it's still going to be three rounds unless uh, people really fight me on it, and I'm I'm open to other people's criticism and opinions. So if people really want four rounds, I'll give them four rounds. Uh, the store opens at eleven. I'm hoping to have dials down in this one at eleven thirty. Be a bit more uh, vigorous about starting instead of last time where we started at like twelve thirty. I did talk with Rob about this tournament, and he will be bringing a ban hammer. So if dials are not down at eleven thirty, you're banned. Just every any any judge call that's ridiculous, you're banned. That's this is a serious tournament. <laughs> serious tournament. Bring in the iron fist. <laughs> Um, so also in March, uh, I believe on the 25th, I don't know if that's set in stone, but I'm pretty sure that's when it is, will be another event at East Coast Gamers. And I think everyone here can claim that Mike Bird runs some of, if not the best, and nothing against you, Rob, some of, if not the best X-Wing events I've ever been at. Um, oh, that's fair. Uh, yes. events. Mike is the master of the apprentice. Yeah, <laughs> he's been doing this I'm, for a bit, but Mike pass. runs an amazing event. Yeah, I'm like so the bargain bin, uh, uh, Michael Bird. Uh, wow! Don't look at me. We just, we just, we just do it just because, like, we want to run turn. But like, Mike Bird is just a man unto himself. Like, yeah, he does amazing work. Can't can't give that man enough enough kudos. I think the yeah, most fun X Wing event community as well. The most fun X-Wing event I've ever been to was the 2019 campaign against cancer that was at ECG. That was a I wild mean, ride. The most fun event I've ever <sighs> been to was the most recent charity event. There's no ulterior reason as to why that was the most fun event I've ever had, but it's wow. it's definitely the one I had the most fun at. <laughs> Say, Chance, who won that event? Oh, um, I, I did. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still have that lightsaber sitting over there. And yeah, I you got a lightsaber for that. Yeah, which yeah, I, didn't realize, awesome. I didn't realize at the thing that the lightsaber could change colors. Oh, what? Yeah, it can be red, blue, red, blue, green, white, yellow, whatever. Uh, so I thought it was just yellow, and I was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. And then I got home and started messing with it and realized that it has like six different colors. <laughs> So it went wow. from being like, this saber's cool to this saber's awesome because I can make it red. <laughs> when, when are we getting a lightsaber at the, the Red Seal tournaments? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I don't got that. <laughs> I'm not that cool. You guys can get templates. That's the best we can do. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have those. You guys can if, get templates. <laughs> if I get a lightsaber, will people come to showcase? I know I will. Okay, Rob, cool. if you get a lightsaber, I'll come to showcase. I'll Shit. bring my lightsaber to showcase. Just so we're clear, we're not specifying what kind of lightsaber. As long as it's a lightsaber, people are coming. I'm in. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm totally down. I, I love <laughs> lightsabers in all shapes and sizes. We are we are not uh we we are inclusive to all lightsabers. We are, we are in an inclusive podcast. lightsaber. <laughs> so, on the note of lightsabers and events, I think. Red Seal also has an event coming up uh, right. in so, March. So actually, we have two things going on. So, well, right now, we are looking at possibly doing uh, a Red Seal tournament in March, although the date is not specified yet. I have to... There's a lot of factors that have to go into it. I, I know I mentioned mm -hmm. it to you guys pre-podcast, but, you know, I work every other weekend, so... I have to mix that with the fact that also we have Worlds... Uh, in March, and also, um, I have to run it by Dan to see what days he's available. That he has the oh, a weekend available. So we'll get back to you guys um, when we can do that. But of also, uh, just to plug um, that I didn't mention to you guys pre-podcast is that we are about to run a league. We usually do a, re a league every like uh, a couple months or so um it's actually not i usually am the one who hosts it we've done like about four seasons worth which it's not like every year or anything we do it like we do it like it's off like one or two seasons and then we have it on again uh but this is season five and uh it's going to be run by one of our younger uh so some of our younger crowd our younger x-wing um uh players the ace abysmal uh guys that's uh, one of the groups that plays at red yep. seal gaming yeah they're going to be the ones to yeah right uh, they're going to be the ones who are running it uh, this season. 
Um, and so it's still up. Uh, I think we start in, I think we start February 8th is our, is the week that we start. Um, and that'll run about five weeks and then a top cut after that. So if anybody then, is willing to come down to Red Seal Gaming weekly, um, obviously you don't about have to, to ask come that. on Wednesdays. Yeah, it's not like it's not like so we prefer people to play on Wednesdays, uh, but you know, you know, it all depends on your opponent that you're playing for the week, <clears throat> for the week, and also, you know, their schedule and all that. So you know, once you the pairings come up, you just you know talk to your opponent and see what days you guys can meet up, and then you guys can play. Uh, so it's not really specified to one day, although we prefer Wednesday. Um, but they they have they already starting to roll out like uh, sneak peeks of their prize support because they're doing stuff. Uh, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun, and, and it will be extended with the ban list. So Ooh. interesting okay. stuff. Mm -hmm. I saw the Aces Abysmal tokens in your Discord. They look awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They look good. They look good. So can't wait. Can't wait. I, you know, like I said, like we, we're always trying to foster our, our community there. And, you know, they, they came to me and they're like, you know what, no, top, can we, can we, can we run it this season? I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, guys. Like, that's freaking awesome. Like, take the reins, go for it, go wild, do whatever you guys want to do. And, and they're, they're running with it. So it's fun. It's good to see. It's good to see. That's that's sure. awesome. That's awesome to hear because we're we're always looking to get new players in and new members of the community and everything. Yeah. At one point, I was one of those people. We we all were. We all were. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And now here we are. So never uh, never let it hold you back. Right. Yeah. Everyone that yep. everyone in this community is great, uh, and we're always looking to either get new players or even just show you around the game, even if you're not gonna play. It's not a problem. Yeah. Um. And oh. You know, I did just hear there might be a lightsaber prize for the league. Uh, did you hear that? Wait, wait, well, <laughs> no, wait, hold on. I'm not the one who's doing the prize support, so don't <laughs> don't pin it on me. <laughs> oh, oh, I will tell you though one one of the if if you do win, actually they they just announced it. Um, one of the guys that paints uh a lot at our store. He's like a he paints like a lot of Star Wars stuff. He paints a lot of other like miniature stuff. Uh, Blind Fury is his name on our Discord. He is going to paint a ship of the winner's choice, whoever wins it. So a small base only, but whoever wins it will get a custom painted ship. So there is that. That is one of the things. Not, not a lightsaber, but <laughs> the next. You can thing. paint a ship that looks like a lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, he'll do it. <laughs> he's he's pretty good. He could did a custom floating like last a... season. Like a shuttle or a falcon with a lightsaber painted on it. Those aren't small base only, Chance. Oh, did you specify small base? I did. Yeah, I did specify small base though. Otherwise, I'd make him paint a raider for me. Oh god! <laughs> you could definitely fit a lightsaber on a raider, so, no problem. You could definitely fit the lightsaber on the raider. That I, was a he, that was a running joke last season. Was because I initially had um, said that I would paint somebody a ship. And then Baron kept saying, okay, so, you know, you didn't specify what size ship. So he's like <laughs> saying that he was going to make me, if he won, he was going to make me paint a raider. <laughs> oh, man. A man after my own heart. Epic's the best way to play X-Wing. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Epic, speaking of Epic, I know we're like, this is kind of off topic right now, but we, we just started getting into Epic at RC, RSG and it is pretty hype. We're having a lot of fun. I, I think, Chance, you were the one who... Um, uh, shared that uh, that points list that uh, Washington, I think his name is on the Discord. Correct. Yeah, he's uh, one of he... the locals at uh, Showcase Comics, who is also an epic uh, uh, fanatic. <laughs> uh, I, no, fanatic is the word uh, I'm going to use. He's, even he's in my inner circle. Absolutely, we're we're good friends. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> so we we've been running we've been running with that points list that he's made. That's so awesome. like we that I mean, like maybe down happy. the line we'll do oh and, and thank you guys so much for that because we were like kind of like uh what do we do like <laughs> how do we do the points for this like is everything just gonna be 15 20 points like we didn't know but now we can at least we have a template to run things off of so we're like i mean it, you know it's fun it's casual um and so like every night every for the last couple wednesdays um people have been playing uh, epic on top of other people playing the game so we're we're starting to get that going uh, at the store now too so, so maybe in the future, maybe an epic event. I don't know. We'll see. Hundred percent, and we'll be there if that happens. Um, if you yes. guys could, when you're using those points and you play a lot of games with them, feel free to give me and John feedback, and we can 
tweak and oh, go as absolutely. we go forward. Because that is, that is he has edited those points at least once. Document. Yeah, no, he's edited <laughs> at least once so far. <clears throat> now he's got playtesters. One hundred percent, we're in. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You you heard it here first. The uh, tri-state area is bringing back Epic. Yep. <laughs> so awesome. with that uh, with that announcement, I think that uh, we'll end things here for tonight. So uh, Rob and Katoff, it was great. Um, and times, man. Absolutely, had a blast. <laughs> Thank you for having us, Chance. Of course, of course. And we'll be uh, we'll be around again. So uh, everyone have a good night or day, depending on when you're listening. And uh, grit good. Good night. Good night. Good night.